This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. One and a two and a three. Welcome, everybody, to the brand new episode of the Basement Bookers Podcast. This is the Full Gear episode, a pay-per-view that we're probably not going to be able to see till next week. <laughs> so, without further ado, Basement Gear, Rich Riz, let's get it on. Full Gear is tonight, as of this recording, and... Like you said, we'll probably see it next week through... Dot, you don't dot, even dot. have to say anything. You could have just right. left it alone. Nobody cares what we see it through. It's not like we're sponsored by freaking Bleacher Report or we whatever. Should <laughs> we should be. We Bleachers. should be. Bleachers. Bleachers. I'm looking at you. Uh, Kind of a lot of news this week. I'm going to start with... Who uh, wants to walk with Elias? Uh, not right now. I'm trying to. Sorry. Use. Sorry. All right. Um, so through her Patreon account, Kylie Ray announced that she is currently not wrestling. <clears throat> oh. Um, she says, quote, I want to take this time to say I am no longer a professional wrestler and I'm currently taking a break from social media. It's been a very hard decision to make, but please understand. While I, when I am well, I will try to fulfill any obligations that have missed. She means that I have missed. Um, Does that have to do with her OnlyFans? Or Patreon? Patreon. It's just Patreon. It's not like she doesn't have OnlyFans. As far as I know, she does not have an OnlyFans account, though I did not look for one. Um, So it it looks like she's... Sounds like you need to check your uh, journalistic integrities. I didn't know I'd be asked about an account that may or may not exist. I know. You have to expect the unexpected here. I know. I, sh- I should have known better. Um, so it looks like she's taking kind of like a mental health break because she no-showed a pay-per-view. Yeah, she was supposed Impact. to take uh, Diana Perazzo. She was replaced by Sue Young. Yeah, and she had also no-showed an AEW pay-per-view. When here, she was with them. Here I thought she was just no showing that because it's impact that she was embarrassed. Oh, well, she weird. was under contract to them, so she should have... I think there should be an embarrassment clause in any contract. Like, listen, I can't do this. This is... Have you guys seen their pay-per-views? Like, they're, they're, they can't even check audio properly. Like... I know. Speaking of embarrassment, so, um, this is not in the news, but I retweeted something that, uh, what is it, Mustafa Ali tweeted. He had a message about retribution. Uh, did you see it or no? Uh, that it's basically the gist of is it that we're playing 40 chess here and you're just playing tic-tac-toe. That's not it. You don't even get it. We're so deep. You don't even know. You don't even understand how deep this goes. That's not there it. was something like that, though. Maybe we're talking about something different, but there was something where he's like, there's so many deep things happening here, you don't even know. Yeah, this is probably something that was on um, Raw Talk or something, but this was his own Twitter, and uh, basically he's talking about how he put the Retribution members... So, he, he was mocked for his name, 
and for how he looks. So he put the Retribution members in masks and gave them names so they could know how he felt. Um, what? I don't know, he's kind of just continuing that's, the, con- that's like the continuity Project, of... That's like Project Mayhem, and your name is Dumbfuck, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Get the fuck off my porch. I don't know if I like that. But it's a good way of, like, making, explaining why st- things are stupid. Yep. Why they, why they have dumb names. So, it, I think this is great because... But his it, name is not as... his. But his name's not dumb like theirs. His name is a nice, you know... Right, but people people assumed things about him because of his name and because of how he looks, mm. and that's what he's that's the the message he's trying to get across to the members of Retribution and through them to the world. Oh, yeah, I can see that. So, uh, I, ret- I retweeted I retweeted that he, it was a little video. I retweeted. Oh, sorry, uh, the Basin Bookers. Twitter retweeted that earlier today. Basement Bookers, huh? That's yep. a pretty popular Twitter uh, account, I think. I hope. It's weird that you have access to it, you being uncool. I know, right? Right? The least cool thing ever. Yeah. Well, we don't hold that against you. We accept everybody <clears throat> of all of all variances of coolness. Thank you. But there's even a home it. for you, you know. If you, this we're the island of misfit toys for podcasters. We are. So I was a little curious at Allison Kay's appearing on um, Full AW. Gear. Yeah, she's taking so, on the current reigning, defending NWA champion Serena Deeb, and it's gonna be lit. Yes, that's what the kids so, say. Yeah, so she said on Twitter she is now a free agent. So she 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 could sign with AEW, she could re-sign with the NWA. We don't know. It's up in the air right now. Cool. That's gonna um, be yeah. good. Yes, I hope they oh, didn't I- like put the belt on Serena Deeb so like Thunder Rosa wouldn't have to drop the belt to Alice and Kay because some that's her name, right? Yeah. Because, like, they have, like, some kind of weird beef, you know? Be weird, because mm. I kind of picked Serena Deeb to retain. Hmm. But. Well, Serena Deeb, we know, is the, not Serena Deeb, but Allison Kay is a former NWA Women's Champion. She held it right before Thunder Rosa. Yep. But uh, I don't think she should be, like, a transition um, champ. Wouldn't be I cool. agree. Serena Deeb is too good for that. Alice K is very good too in her own right. Yeah. As is Thunder Rose. Like, like some of the NWA's women's division is so great, and then some of it not so much. I could say that about. But it's. I think it's because their roster is not as deep. That's true. Like AEW's roster is much deeper, but they have a uh, fewer top talent. Like Serene Deep is the best. Um. Uh, the best women's wrestler in AEW, I think. From from a bell to bell standpoint. Bell to bell, sure. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> um, so I should have reversed the order on these, but I 
got ahead of myself. I kind of there's a lot of news to get through. Uh, FightfulSelect.com is reporting that Mercedes Martinez uh, said she she told WWE officials she did not want to be part of Retribution, and they obliged because she knew it was stupid. She listened mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> She's like, listen, I'll, I don't like this guy's idea for a, for a name for me. Let me let me come back over there. First of all, that I know you're going with what you said earlier, but it's definitely him retconning it and trying to make it make sense. <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> but he but he's so good at it. You you're making it so far. Like, okay, I was just going to say like he's so good at it. The one thing he just said like yeah <laughs> you need more evidence. <laughs> it has to be a consistent <laughs> thing. Like, no, it definitely yeah. He's the guy. What well, a listen, genius. We, listen, we don't know if it was his idea or WWE's creative's idea for him to say, by the way, yeah, I was the hacker and this all ties in. I think it. he was always the hacker. There's no way he wasn't. He was always right. the hacker. Right, they don't but, care that much about him. They but dropped him saying it. I, I understand it, but it's like... That's what I'm saying. I think maybe you're giving him a little bit too much credit. And he's just doing his best to make chicken salad out of chicken shit. And he is doing that well. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Like, it doesn't matter how well he's doing it because right now, booking-wise, Retribution basically got punked out by bigger bullies. And now they're going after the small nerds again because the bigger bullies beat them up. That's That's the narrative that I'm picking up. Right. That's uh, okay. For now. It's transition period. Listen, F you and your damn transition periods, <laughs> okay? <laughs> like, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Alrighty. Moving on then, Sarah Stock announced on Twitter that all but one of her uh, Evansville charges uh, were have been dismissed with a small, pay- small fine paid for the fourth. Just a reminder, the charges were battery resulting in bodily injury, Disorderly conduct, public intoxication, and resisting law enforcement. Uh, so I don't know if that means the WWE's going to hire her back or what. Don't break the law. <laughs> I agree with that. Uh, Paige said on her Twitch stream on Saturday that she plans to continue streaming because it helps her mental health. Ugh, what a cop Re- out. I know. <laughs> like, regardless of the whole anti-WWE rant she went on. Right. She's just going to do it, get her downside, and have that be that. Mm-hmm. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter is reporting that Matt Jackson is working with a partially torn MCL and a slightly torn ACL, which he suffered in the Bucks match against the Butcher and the Blade, whenever that was. Butcher and the Blade. Not the bunny. Butcher and the Blade. I'm trying to make them sound cool. Because they're Tough. not cool. They're not. It's like, I can't get over that weird, stupid mask thing that, the is, I guess that's the blade. blade. Yeah. And I, it's easy to know the it's difference. It's a bondage mask. The easiest way to know the difference is butcher monocle. Yeah. Blade mask. Mm-hmm. Bunny. Why don't they just girl. be the monocle and the mask? <laughs> because Could they be the monocle and the mask? That doesn't sound as good and scary. Like, a butcher, you know, he's going to butcher you, and this blade guy, he likes to cut people. So, how many butchers wear monocles? I think we should we should have done a poll. We should do a Twitter poll. I think 
back in uh, the old times, uh, when you know butcher shops were more prevalent, uh, mm. sometimes the butcher he would wear a monocle because mm. he made a lot of money. Like he won't wear the monocle while he's slapping meats. You know, he when, whenever you're slapping meats, it's best to take off your monocle and all right. other uh, things. But when yeah. you're slapping meats, <laughs> you, you, your monocle could fall off and you could get dirt on your monocle. You right. know, or like, worse. You know, yeah, or worse. You know, bodily fluids, whatever, mm-hmm. from a cow, even. Exactly. Exactly. Hmm. Moving on from that, Tony Khan said in an interview with uh, Sports Illustrated recently that following the Matt Hardy All Out incident, you you remember that bad fall? Yeah, Sammy G and Matt Hardy just doing their best to not die. Right. Uh, they changed the protocol and, quote, added another independent neurologist to the staff. That's good. You should you should have someone independent because then it's like, in case stuff goes wrong, it's like, yeah, but you only had your guy. Now right. you have like, no, but we have this guy who is definitely a professional and not some mark we picked out of the crowd that looks the cleanest. Yes. But, see, my focus here would be on the word another. So it's like you already have... An independent neurologist on the staff, and he said they that Matt Hardy was good to go. Yeah, he's the guy that we picked out of the stands. This guy is okay. definitely he's got credentials. He, and look, he looks like Doc Sampson. He didn't get his out of a Cracker Jack box, you know. Remember Cracker Jacks? I do. Those are still okay. Are they? Sure, caramel. You know, it's pretty good. I was never really a fan. I kind of just liked the prizes. I, I Which were always crap. Yeah, I didn't care for the prizes, but I liked the taste. I enjoy popcorn. I enjoy a good popcorn. When I'd have the popcorn and the dip it in the caramel, and then I eat it. And I like the box. What else is in there? Almonds or peanuts or something? I don't know. Uh, it's got a little, <clears throat> little sailor boy. And there's a dog. And the dog wants some of the Cracker Jacks. But they're not gonna give it to him. Cause he's a dog. Cracker Jacks are for people. You you remember more about these Cracker Jack boxes than I do. Well, I'm a very nostalgic person. Hmm. Look, look, when you don't have money growing up, can you get some Cracker Jacks? You feel pretty damn good. Hmm. All right, move it along before I start <coughs> weeping. Yes. According to the Wrestling Observer newsletter, the word in WWE is that they didn't want people to Google. Matt Riddle and see his lawsuit. And that's why they dropped his first name. I hate it. It's stupid. And it's like, they think people are dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, gonna just forget. Like, they, they know who... They're, they're referencing his UFC past. Oh, he must have a first name. What is it? Riddle UFC. Oh, Matt Riddle. What else is there? Oh, lawsuit? What's this? Yeah, it's like... Come on. It's it's not that far. It's not far down the rabbit hole. Who, it's not even in the rabbit hole. Who comes up with these ideas? I don't know. Like whose idea is this? They're like, listen, Vince is like, what? He's what? I yeah. do that all the time. Who cares? <laughs> Can't we just pay somebody? All right. Uh, speaking of names, as of Tuesday, WWE let their trademark hold on the name Rhodes expire prompting yeah. Cody to tell the fans in attendance at their Dynamite taping, quote, it feels really good to be Cody Rhodes again. 
but he said in a media call on Wednesday that he doesn't plan to use that name in wrestling, but likely in movies and TV shows. What, is he an idiot? I, like, listen. <laughs> who outside, I I'm sorry, who outside of wrestling gives a shit? Like, that's wrestling royalty. You know, despite the ironic fact that he was not even a king, he was the son of a plumber. Right. Like, Ed Cody. Son of a son of a plumber. No, Cody's the son of a son oh, of a plumber. Oh, Dusty, oh, Dusty Rhodes, I'm talking mm-hmm. about. The the yeah. real legend. I'm not, mm-hmm. Cody's not a legend. As much right. as he wants to make himself out to be the prick. Big <laughs> fan. Big fan of Cody Rhodes. Listen. <laughs> uh... Damn, got me on my Cody hate. Shit. Anyway, you should definitely use it. And uh, I, I wonder if it's because of the merch. Because right now there is, they, they're still selling all that Cody merch. What? Maybe once they run out of Cody merch, they'll just start the Cody Rhodes merch. And there's no reason to stop with the current merch. And there's no, like, the reason I barely noticed that he's, like, it wasn't a big deal to me when he's like, oh, oh I'm Cody Rhodes now. You know, because I always, like, automatically thought of him as that. Right. So it's like, it wasn't a big deal to me. And he could have just easily used his real last name. Ruddles? Yeah. Doesn't sound as cool. No, but, I mean, who cares? He, he he's, His name is established. His his persona, who he is, we know. Like, if you're a wrestling fan, you know who Cody Rhodes is. You know the Runnels family. And my father said, when I was younger, something about hard times making better men. Hmm. Better <laughs> men. Sorry, stuck in my head. Moving on. Uh, Dana Brooke revealed in an interview that she and Batista are no longer dating due to scheduling conflicts. And she's now dating boxer Ulysses Diaz. Damn, bitch. I'm sorry. Right. I didn't mean to say it that way. <laughs> Don't cancel me! Please! <laughs> I get nervous. I get mm. nervous. I'm sorry, please. <laughs> Imagine Batista's like, I want to be on your podcast. That's how he sounds like. Yeah, I have a right. bad Batista impression. Let, let, me, let me get on page. your podcast. Give me what I want! <laughs> it's like, sure. Why, though? Why this one? I want to bully you. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, yeah, as long as you're social distance and your fist can't come within six feet of my face. Ex- yeah. Uh, can we just put up this plexiglass real quick? Like, no disrespect, sir. Bro, plexiglass, really? Well, it's to protect me from him. Right. Until he goes through it. He can't. Uh, the, I... <laughs> This animal repellent. It it stops all animals. Hmm. Is it like skunk pee? Is that it? It's my pee. Awesome. I think that, <laughs> that would certainly do the job. Definitely. Speaking so of doing you. the job, uh, yeah. I thought that was going to be a segue. I don't know. I was trying to no, help. It's not, not going to be a segue. But I'm curious, are you interested or would you be interested in live Player versus player wrestling action. Yes. Cool. Then check out WWE Undefeated. Reading from their uh, press release, the latest WWE mobile game featuring real-time head-to-head competition will release worldwide on Thursday, December 3rd. What? Who's, Who's responsible for this? 
Enway, a subsidiary of Animoca Brands. Uh, that sounds Japanese. Is it? I don't know. Uh, Didn't look it up. I'd have to um, look into it because now I'm not so much excited. Featuring WWE superstars and legends, WWE Undefeated blends over-the-top action with real-time strategy gameplay. Real time. Ugh, that doesn't sound fun. Developed by Enway, the, ve- the developer and publisher of hit multiplayer games such as Power Rangers Legacy Wars and Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Oh, those are du- good. Okay. Okay. WWE Undefeated features quick session matches designed for mobile devices set against exotic backdrops from around the world. Alright, now I'm like, this is very confusing. Like, I don't know <laughs> if I like this or I hate this. I guess we'll have to wait. Uh, there's something. Players can pre-register to unlock special rewards by visiting www.undefeated.com. I'll check it out, but... Oh, about, sorry, I didn't see the about anyway part here. A subsidiary of Animoca Brands, a San Francisco-based developer, publisher, and tech platform. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, sounds very generic. All right. I mean, sure. Uh, do, do, do. It's like, how Prize hard of... is it to make a freaking just a fighting game where you fight people? Can't be hard at all. But comprised of leading developers and senior executives from Sony, Electronic Arts, WB... Sorry, Electronic Arts, Ooh. WB Games, LucasArts, Kabam, Nexon, and NCSoft. I used to play... For Kabam used to make this cool Lord of the Rings RTS. It was it was kind of like the RTS, like uh, your Final Fantasy thing that you used to play, where you like mm-hmm. take towns and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They also make other stuff. I think Kabam, maybe I uh, don't quote me, but no one cares anyway. But they might have been responsible for the Contest of Champions game, the Marvel one. It's like a fighting game. Okay. All right. Last but not least, how comfortable is your chair? Uh, you know, lately I've been spending a lot of time in it and my butt hurts. Like, mm. it hurts my butt, you know? I'm feeling well, pretty th- butt hurt. This chair won't help. It is an Adirondack chair, which means it's like all wood. I don't know if you, I had to see it to see it to know this. It's kind of, it's like essentially a patio chair. And now there are custom WWE Adirondack chairs. Wow. Made, made by my custom sports chair. So theoretically, you could sit on, say, Becky Lynch's face, and it's not a big deal. You know, you're just sitting in your chair. Mm, well, she wasn't named here. It, I guess it would be more like sitting in the lap of Triple H, Roman Reigns, John Cena, The Rock, and Undertaker, along with Hall of Famers Stone Cold Steve Austin, Ric Flair, The Ultimate Warrior, and Macho Man Randy Savage. In my head, I'm just visualizing, like... You sitting on Becky Lynch's face, I know. No, like, the way you described it. It's oh. like, the chair has, like, the arms, and, like... Like the you know the arms of the chair are like the hands, mm-hmm. and like it's like the torso and the head for like the seat back, mm-hmm. and you could like you could rotate the arms of the chair so it's hugging you. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. That makes that's me not feel what it is. Uneasy. I, sa- I sent you a link on Messenger so you can take a look. Ugh, come on, man. You'll you'll recognize the style of chair when you see it. Oh. I'd rather sit on Becky Lynch's face. This I don't. I know. I don't like this. With her permission, 
with our permission. <laughs> Got to be consensual. It's always, always consensual. They, that's what they call me, consensual jer. You know. Yes. <laughs> yes, that is true. That, it's true. It's true. It's on my birth certificate. <laughs> Doctor's like, why? My mom's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, that is all for the news right now. Cool. For now, until you bring up like a scoop. A hot yeah. scoop. Yeah, until something else comes up. Two scoops of Raisin Bran. I don't know why, but I love Raisin Bran. It's such a delicious cereal. Are you a Raisin Bran guy, Richter is? Never had it, but probably not. I'm a Honey Bunches of Oats guy. I'm a Honey Bunches of Oats guy, too. When nice. it's available. Yeah. Like, if I don't have it, I'm a guy of whatever it is that's there so I could, you know, be full and no longer well, hungry. Well, if I don't have it, I'll go to the store or send the kid to the store. Send him, he he got the uh, that must vanilla be nice. bunches, the vanilla bunches flavor earlier. Definitely yes. an advantage to being uh, the uncoolest thing in the world you could be. Yup. It's like the only one. <laughs> so, um, speaking of the question... Why? Why did Natalia get a second shot to be on the Survivor Series team? This well, week? that's quite easy, Rich Riz. It is because... Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. There really isn't that much of a pool of women in mm. the uh, uh, SmackDown women's division. And she she didn't get in because... Now, here's the thing. Because we all we saw what happened. Natalia has Lita Vega and a sharpshooter. And I mm. wonder if they put Lita Vega in there because it's like she's so tiny. We just want to see her get bent up and stuff like that by the submission <laughs> specialist that is Natalia. So mm. Natalia has her in the sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. Ruby Riot comes back in the ring after being tossed out and then puts a submission on Zelina Vega. Mm-hmm. They both have the submission on her, and for some reason, Natalia breaks her submission and is shocked for some reason that Zelina Vega tapped to Ruby Riot, who didn't break her hold. Mm-hmm. What an idiot. I, think I, I feel like Natty, this, yeah. the storyline is going to be Natty released the hold so she can break Ruby's hold so that if Zelina tapped, there would have been no questions to the winner, but Zelina happened to tap. But here's the problem. The issue is that is they killed that potential storyline, which, by the way, I don't think they even did that. I think they're just going to do she lost mm. and then just have her like, all right, you're in because we don't have enough people. But anyway, listen, the point I was trying to make was that Corey Graves said, and I don't know the quote verbatim, basically that, yeah, but, you know, if Natalia would have kept the hold and Ruby and uh, Zelina would have tapped then the ref, then the Natalia would have been the winner because her submission was in first. I never heard that before, but he said that it was either him or Cole, but one of them did that. It had to have just been them speculating because the story has always been, well, who wins if she taps to both submissions? Yeah, but uh, the way Cole, the way Cole or Graves or mm-hmm. Corey Ross Cole um, <laughs> has said it was definitive that Natalia would have won. Had, That's interesting. Yeah, which is why, but like, I'm, I'm to your point where it's like, yeah, but we've seen this before and this kind of stuff has happened. Where, yeah, I feel like the rule book is just constantly being. It's whatever there's. Either rewritten or added to. It's whatever Vince could remember. 
So whatever whoever can remember. Listen, I think I think there should be a cutoff for like old people running certain things. You know, just <laughs> can we just have a cutoff? Like, I, I respect respect your elders by letting them rest a little bit. Yeah, right. Like Vince can have like the day to day and whatever. You know, maybe you know as an advisor, but like he really shouldn't be. He's gonna eat, sleep, repeat the business until he's a corpse to the ground, and probably <laughs> even after. Uh, from what I understand, a Ouija board is gonna be involved in this. But I digress. But listen, I believe it goes: eat, sleep, take one of your names away, repeat. Sure, you know, eventually every superstar is gonna have like a vowel, <laughs> like a vowel for their name. It's like you are now E. Mm. Yeah, but there's already an E, yes. But they'll know it's you because you're the current E that's in the ring. Mm. We'll figure everything else out after. So and Big E is, might be the first, you're saying? I think he might be the first. He will be the protoval guy. Protoval. Yeah, it's they got to try things out, you know. But Because basically right now, they have no idea what they're doing with the guy anyway. So why not experiment? Take the big out. He's just E. What was with that I think at this sweater? It's a little early for an ugly Christmas sweater. It is early for an ugly I think that was like a, a Halloween sweater. Because they kind of look like Halloween characters on it. Yeah. It looked like like Woods and Kofi are like mutants. Because I think that it was them on his... Like, who else would it be? They only wear each other on their gear. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. Indeed. Awkward so, silence. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm just saying, I think right now they don't have anything specifically for Big E to do until after Survivor Series, because Survivor Series is... Was it, what, what's, was it Best of the Best? Yes, Best of the Best, which I, I enjoy for what they're doing. Yeah, which, I mean, Biggie should be involved, but they're too busy doing all the champions versus all the other champions. And uh, so a couple of, like, a men's and women's, well, you're not the best, but let's see who's better among you I really you think five. they screwed up by putting Sasha Banks versus uh, Asuka. It's like they didn't think it through. It's like, we want to take the title off of uh, Bailey, but we are definitely... I, it's almost like they booked it, not thinking about it, about Survivor Series. Well, here's the thing. So, one of two things can happen. And obviously, I mean, like, a lot of other things could also happen. A lot of things can happen, dude. That's the world. What's most likely is Bailey is going to cost Sasha the match somehow. Oh, because it's a face versus a face, and that's usually the only way to put things down. Right. It should be me in that match. She's beating Asuka, blah, blah, blah. Well, two, yeah. well, a heel beating up two faces with a chair kind of works. Usually. Like, she could attack Sasha Banks first and cost mm-hmm. her the match and then beat them both up. Right. Or she could attack Asuka, costing Sasha the match, so Sasha loses, and then she just goes after Sasha. That's what I meant. She, whatever it is, she okay. wants Sasha to lose. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that would build beef with Asuka, too, because she just hit Asuka with a chair. Yeah, but they're not going to care about that. Right. Like, it's going to be, she'll just figure her own crap out. 
And uh, who's to say? There might be an alliance between Bailey and Carmella because Carmella attacked Bailey. I mean, Sasha Banks when she was celebrating up the ramp. Like, That's true. Let's make it more obvious she's going to get attacked up the ramp with that celebration. Like, I they know. shoot certain things where it's like, hang on a second. Here it comes. Yes. Like, this is taking longer than usual. What are you doing here? Why, like, why, why are you dancing around for the digital fans? And it's like... It, and to me, it's one of those things where it's like, if this was in front of a live crowd, I could fart. And you could hear the fart. You would hear the fart before you hear any kind of audience reaction. Yeah. Like, maybe I'm alone. It's like, I didn't care. Hmm. And I'm having a huge problem lately, which I don't know if I brought to you, brought you this, brought this up to you the other day, where it's like, there's just certain things where I would enjoy, and now I just don't. Like, it, I don't care. Like, I feel like at one point this, like, fiend Alexa Bliss thing would have me interested, and I'd be speculating like crazy and, like, really excited about it. But, god damn it, my Alexa went off again. Every time, I can't even <laughs> say Alexa Bliss. Now, all of a sudden, it's playing music. Huh. Oh, my god. What's it playing? I don't know. Hold on a second. What was that? Yeah, I did, but why is she playing? Sting? Yeah. Interesting. What song? Apparently, she was going to play random stuff by Sting because she couldn't find what I was looking for. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. Well, I don't know what that is, but hey, here's some Sting music. This is a good podcasting. Oh, because you were talking because we were talking about wrestling, and she's like, "Okay, well, wrestling. Well, Sting was a wrestler, but there's another Sting that plays music, so let's play that." So stupid. All right. <laughs> anyway, what a distraction. But yeah, it's like I would normally artificial unintelligence for you. But I would normally care about these things, and it's like I just don't. I'm just not interested. All right, my interest is dropping. I have no idea what's happening. It's probably the quarantine. But what's interesting to me is, ironically, mm-hmm. if you look at the Raw men's team, right? Mm-hmm. AJ Styles from SmackDown, Sheamus mm-hmm. from SmackDown, Braun mm-hmm. Strowman from SmackDown, Keith Lee from NXT. Like, uh, he, I know he's been on Raw for a while, mm-hmm. but so far, they ha- no one on the team has been on Raw for more than like a month. Yeah, it's weird. That's funny, right? And I'm trying to think, like, who else could they possibly put on there? And it looks like it might be leading to Drew McIntyre. Maybe? Because mm-hmm. he says he's focused on Randy, which I guess we could just talk about that, how stupid they make Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Like, just let the bell ring and then get involved. The money in the bank's gone, so when you do eventually get it from Randy, you don't have to worry about this sneak getting, you know, attacking you and cashing it on you. Faces are dumb. Not only when that, you watch wrestling. But it made me think because I was, I watched a movie yesterday and something happened where the bad guy was fooled. Well, the the bad guy was taken out by the good guy because the bad guy was so overconfident. He didn't even buckle his seatbelt when he was driving the car. Mm. So it's like 
he's so confident that he doesn't think he has to worry about the Miz. His confidence even higher after he beat both him and Morrison in a match. Right. So his hubris is most likely going to be his downfall. Probably. So December, Drew gets the belt from Orton. Miz cashes in. Or do you think it'll be post-Mania? I, what or I maybe would, at Mania. What I would do is at Mania, maybe do it there because it's right before Buddy in the Bank. Yeah. Right? Now, when does Miz's Money in the Bank contract expire? Because it would expire. It's suppo- mm-hmm. it, because it's supposed to be a year from when you win it. No, it. I know. I know the technical, the technical thing, mm-hmm. but it. It's gonna. Ha- it's. It's still the same briefcase. It's just contract. It, it's just. It's the same contract, but it's Miz's name instead of Otis's. Ownership okay, so, moved over to to the Miz. So he uh, didn't so win it. Money in the, the bank. Yeah, because he didn't win it in the ladder match. Right. Um, <laughs> these are things that they just don't explain. Yeah. Unless they're trying to do that and then have him win another one and just be like, I've got two Buddy in the Bank contracts. Look at me. Which would be the stupidest thing, so I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> Thinking about that, that would that would be weird. Lately, it's like, you know what's better than one? Two. Yeah. So everybody gets two of a thing, and they're the best because they have two of a thing. Hmm. Shut up. <laughs> so, Mania, Drew wins, Miz cashes in immediately. Um, well, this is assuming that they're not going to try to do Edge versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship still. Right. True. In which case you'd have... That would be Drew would have to fail to get the belt back. Yeah, Drew. Drew would have to... Even though there's, there are no automatic rematches, the feud is obviously continuing. I mean, the heel move would be, since Edge is part-time anyway, Edge beats Randy Orton for the WWE Championship, and then you heat Miz up a lot by having him take the belt off Edge. Mm-hmm. Then it's like a, a, a passing of the torch, because the ultimate opportunist got cashed in on by the new ultimate opportunist. Right. Two-time Money in the Bank winner. There you Didn't go. Did Edge do it twice also? I think... Yeah, Edge did do it twice. Right. Yeah, because he, he won the contract from uh, Canada. I thought Randy did. For some reason. I guess you're right. I don't... I could have swore there was a time... Yeah. Oh, that's why I'm getting confused. They took it off Kennedy because he had heat with Randy. Right. Something like that. Also, no. There, there was also a question of whether Kennedy was injured. I remember, like there was, there was a shoulder injury, and they weren't sure if he'd be able to compete. Hmm. So they just took it off him. Yeah, I guess it's like a multiple, like a like more like a bunch of things on top yeah. of things. Yeah, it was a lot going on at the time. Hmm. So on Raw, it was uh, it was it was he lost it to Edge on an episode of Raw. Okay, yeah. 
So this week on Raw, kind of to essentially do kind of what I said, Randy Orton said that he's proved he's no longer the legend killer. He's simply a legend. That's why I sent you a message on Messenger that Randy Orton didn't kill himself. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah. Yeah, going from one day to the next, I completely blank on what the hell we talk about. <laughs> I think this is a big problem that uh, we as a country face in the future. But listen, the point <laughs> I'm saying is, uh, yeah, you forget stuff. I hear I you. It's bad. Mm. I'm ignoring your political commentary. What? What are you talking about? We're talking about wrestling. Right. Right. We are talking about wrestling. Sometimes you could just let things go without saying anything. I could. You have a habit. I do. Because that's Sorry. the point. That's what makes things funny. You just just have to keep going. But as usual... Ruined it. Yes. You, you ruined everything. You're a blight. Please, okay. blight, continue. <laughs> <laughs> no table for Lana this week? Or did she go through? I don't remember. Uh, I believe she had a match against Nia Jackson. Yes. I'm assuming yes. I don't remember, but yes. I really don't remember Raw at this point. Oh, yeah. Tucker, Tucker had his former last name on his pants. Even though he doesn't have that last name anymore. Put that disgusting bastard in some pants. Send him out there. That's Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. That's my Vince McMahon impersonation. Uh, I mean, I think other than the Drew storyline, Retribution slightly, and the Fiend Alexa Bliss, I don't think there's a lot I care about on Raw. That they get a little stupid. Like, what is that dripping out of her mouth? A fruit roll-up? Something like that. Did he? Did the fiend turn Alexa Bliss into a, to a fruit roll-up dispenser? I guess so. It'd be great if he just, after he said, oh shit, he just snapped it off and just started chewing it. It's like, huh. hmm, cherry, yep. my favorite. Hmm. What are we doing? Yeah, but, yeah, that's a, where does Randy fit with all this fiend stuff? We. It's like, he's in so many, t- there's too many cooks. Or there's too many dishes. They're spinning too many plates. I think the storyline is Randy is trying to avoid the Fiend. Apparently he's not afraid of him, so I don't understand that. Doesn't look like he's avoiding him. It's not like he's hiding out. Not hiding, but like... So, what was it? Last week, um, Drew was in the ring. Randy was backing up the ramp. Fiend comes out to the stage. Randy went to the ring to fight Drew. Because he didn't want to deal with the Fiend. Well, I think the answer is really simple. They 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 they, they kind of gave us the answer in a way with the Firefly Funhouse segment with Bray Wyatt trying to be the Mad Hatter and that they're trying to drive Randy mad. Mm. If they're getting... Because, like, he showed up... At the end of Raw, you hear his Fiend laugh after he Claymore kicks Drew. I mean, Mm -hmm. RKO's Drew after Drew's victory. Mm -hmm. And then, it's also, like... It's it's basically trying to, like, (laughs) exhaust him. 
because he's got to look over one shoulder for the fiend. He's looking over the other shoulder for Drew, and mm-hmm. right behind him, in the shadows, under the cesspool of humanity, clinging to a germ under a dumpster, is the Miz and Morrison <laughs> and the Money in the Bank contract. That dirty, sneaky, bottom-feeding, ferret-faced weasel, the Miz. Big fan. There you are. I know you love ferrets, too. I do. I enjoy them very much. And I, uh, yeah, but I digress. But listen, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's that's a lot. And he hasn't made a lot of friends with the way he's been acting the fe- these last few months. Right. So he's uh, he's got, like, they always say you have a bullseye on your back when you're the champ. He's mm. He's got a big bullseye. He, he can see, you can see that thing from space. Yep. I feel. Think we, a lot going on. Yeah. Um, what's going on? Like, we're going to leave Raw because I, I think we covered everything, but what's happening with the... What is the title picture for that? For the women? It's Asuka, but there's no one ready for Asuka. Everything's on hold. I guess so, because she didn't even have a match... At, uh, Hell in a Cell. Nope. All right. Anyway, let's. Uh, she's, just, she's just chilling. I guess until she has her match with Sasha. Let's uh, switch gears to. I like, watched a video on her YouTube recently. Sorry to cut you off. Uh, where she got this like computer desk. She thought she was getting a regular computer desk, but it turned out to be a gaming desk. And she's bugging out. She's like, "Why is there a dragon on it?" And she like keeps hysteric. Like anytime she looks at it and looks on the box. She just busts out laughing like hysterically because she doesn't understand why there's a dragon on it. Because it's a gaming desk, right? And then it turns out it's it's just a the the dragon part is just a giant mouse pad, but like it's it's as deep as the desk and wide, so it's it would take up like you you could fit like probably like what definitely your keyboard and mouse the width of it, and it it would extend to under the monitor. Great. Great stuff. But nonetheless, let's switch gears. Uh, <laughs> speaking of gears, let's talk about uh, AEW. And in, 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 in that t- together is when you switch it to gear, you want to switch it to full gear, don't you? You, don't wanna, you certainly don't want to switch into half gear, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I'll and tell I, you what. And I don't know shit about driving stick. I, I, don't, I know the car moves. And I know that the Hopefully. Uber driver gets it from point A to point B. Yes. Anyway, uh, yeah, let's go. Uh, so AEW was, you know, it was uh, great promo work by uh, Eddie Kingston and Moxley. Looks like a mm-hmm. very, like uh, a personal feud, saying mama's names and stuff. Just get mm-hmm. a little, it's a little heated in there. Yep, that was good. Like, to me, that was the only indication that that, that was a, a pay per view go home. I like Eddie Kingston because he like he reminds me of like family because it's <laughs> like I don't know if it's just like mostly like it's a lot like hot blooded like Spanish people like we always have the I'm not supposed to say this but I don't give a fuck I'm gonna say it mm-hmm. type of thing like all the time. 
even when it's not called for, it's like, dude, just do the promo. He's not even let Moxley do his part of the promo yet. He's like, he just keeps talking over him, <laughs> which is great. He's like, I don't care who's watching. I don't care about the TV show. You know, I'm going to say what I'm going to say or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds familiar. I don't <laughs> care. I'm just going to go off script here. And that's, that's why I'm such a fan of Eddie Kingston because, like, he comes off as very real. Yeah, he's very real. Look, he's not. That's. I think that's the reason he's not the best wrestler because he's too real. Mm-hmm. He's too real. His uh, his strength is comes out of his mouth. Yep. And the fact that when you look into his eyes, there might be a killer in there. Look, I'm not saying, mm-hmm. but maybe. Maybe. Look, if it, if it came out one day. That maybe, allegedly, accidentally, fantasy scenario didn't happen. Maybe this is a movie I'm making up. <laughs> maybe he knows where a body is buried because he put it there. I don't know. I'd say, yep. Ah, Central Park's pretty big. That's the kind of real... Man, he won't even go there. He'd just bury him up in freaking... All the way out in the sticks and fucking almost White Plains Bronx. Anyway. True. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, the, uh, you know, I still don't care about the Young Bucks. I'll never care about the Young Bucks. I just want mm-hmm. that on the record. You mm-hmm. know, I'm fairly consistent in my strong likes and dislikes. And yeah, hard dislike for the uh, Bucks of Youth, as Hardy likes to uh, refer to them. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, I, I, I really, I like. Hangman got a lot of heel heat from me because he saved them. Like, let those assholes get what's coming to them, you know. But, of course, because that didn't happen, that leads me to 100% believe that the FTR is going to do the job. Because there's no way they're not going to let those idiots challenge for the tag team championships. And there's not enough people on that show to carry another tag division to make a TNT tag team championship, okay? Hmm. I think that's all true. At this point, just call it the All Elite Tag Team Championship instead. Rename the TNT Championship to All Elite Champion, you know? Hmm. Just so the Elite can have their own personal belts. Fuck all those guys not named Hangman Page. Anyway. Yeah, I was... I Even was though he's not f- really a member. Right. I was kind of a fan of uh, Hangman and Omega as a tag team. So, JR called them... Maybe the best tag team in the world. Eh. They were the tag team champions. Yes. Young Bucks they were. I think... Because remember, in AEW... I'm sorry. I, I, after this, I just had to mention that the one thing AEW is very consistent at with their male championships is that if you're that championship, you are the best wrestler in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been they have been consistent with that. Um I'm trying to think of AEW's tag team. So tag teams is what AEW said they're gonna do and what they're gonna do better than anyone else. So who do they got? They got obviously FTR is the champs. You got the Bucks, you got Butcher and Blade, you got party. the The Gun Club, Private Party. Um Was it Luther and Serpentico or whatever? Yeah, the uh, what do they call themselves? Chaos Theory. Yeah, sure. Uh, um, whoever they decide to pair up on uh, Dork Order, which is usually uh, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. Right. 
and you have the Lucha Brothers, who are going one-on-one again, which is going to be great. Right. That's the um, well, you got to do the rematch. So I Butcher think... the Blade. Did you mention them? I did. What about uh, Dustin Rhodes and uh, the other... Oh, QT Marshall. Yeah. All right. So you have them also. So I think And uh, Joey, Jelly Janela and that, uh, that other Sunny guy. Sunny Kiss. Yeah, Sunny Kiss. Yeah. So their top teams are obviously... I know you're going to disagree with this, but the Bucks... This is no particular order. The Bucks, FTR, and Lucha Brothers. Right. Oh, they oh. also have the, hi- the, hi- the hybrid too. Oh, what about um, SCU? Them too. Um, what you call it? Scorpio Sky uh, was quarantining because he came in contact with someone that might have had the COVID. Yeah, he was supposed to have a match, mm-hmm. and they pulled it. Um, I just thought of another tag team. Also, we're just gonna so, keep pulling out tag teams. No, so, oh, best uh, friends, best friends, SCU. Sometimes Miro tag teams with uh, the other idiot, and um, yeah, and or, Santa- and Santana and Ortiz, right? Elbow so, forgot. So the top teams they have are FTR, Bucks, Santana and Ortiz. Uh, who who did I say before? Lucha Brothers and SCU. Those are those are the best tag teams they have. Everyone else, all the other teams are bell to bell quality wise so far below them that it's almost not even it's almost not even a division. Like yeah, but, they, Butcher and Blade I think are getting close. Dustin and QT are getting close. Janela and Sonny are entertaining. But the bell to bell needs work. Uh, I I I kind of just like I like analyzing the division because like with AEW saying that we do tag teams, that's what we do, that's what we want to be known for. Like uh, you can, I'm sure you can get better. I I guess they're still building the division. Yeah, but it's, they still have a better. They do it better than WWE. They do. There's all the best tag teams are Street Profits and New Day. Like, sure. what are the real tag teams that are actual tag teams? There aren't any. Like, Shins- Marson. Yeah, okay. Shinzaro. They're just two guys thrown together because they have nothing to do for them. They broke up heavy machinery. Yeah, exactly. Well, a, lot, a lot of tag teams will come together because of that. That's how... Um, yeah, but that's the thing, though, right? Isn't That's com- how FTR came together. Yeah, but we're comparing the two. Yeah, right. but we barely knew... For, okay, you... They bear, they came together two guys in NXT, right? To the point where I didn't even remember that was a thing. You mm-hmm. understand? Like they were built. Like you had two. It's different when it's just those guys. No one gave a fuck about. And two technically established rest superstars like Shinsuke and Cesaro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. There was an interview with FTR recently where they said Dusty, when he pitched the idea for them to be a tag team. And they agreed to it. He said, okay, this is how you make this work. Never be seen just one of you. It's always both of you. Isn't that what a tag team's always about? Eh. It's what it yeah. should be. It's He was booking them basically like uh, Tully and Arn. Hmm. Makes sense. Because they were always seen together. You know, horsemen are horsemen. But still. True. But... I mean, especially, like, nowadays with teams just getting thrown together, 
It's like, you know they're not going to work if they're not seen hanging out together. Man, I just had this weird, like, what if Dusty was still alive and he was doing creative for AEW? <sighs> like, I think it would be a wrap for NXT. Like, there's no way they'd be able to compete. 100%. Like, the reason it is the way it is right now is because you got the boys booking with um, with the billionaire son <laughs> type of deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Uh, we gotta let's let's hustle up here. Uh, it's funny the the grandson of a plumber is in bed with a uh, son of a millionaire, billionaire. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Metaphorically in bed with. You know. I mean, hey, whatever. It's a business, it's a business I phrase. I don't kink shame. Okay, maybe. Yeah. Whatever. It's not in my business. But listen. <laughs> uh, well, okay. Let's let's keep going. So we. Oh, uh, who do you think's gonna win? Which FTR? Because we're talking about tag teams. FTR and uh, I, th- I think it has to be the Bucks. Yeah, they just basically it, said, "Yeah, we're gonna win." They're gonna cheat, definitely. Um, they're gonna cheat and they're gonna win. Um, I think maybe. Um, we might see Kenny and or Hangman. Are involved somehow? Don't they have a match? They do. They're facing each other. So you for... think they're just going to, like, may the best man win, and, you know, I guess we'll... It'll look like they're, like, against each other, like, even, like, after what happens. Mm-hmm. Unless they change the order. Like, it depends on the order of the match, right? right. Like, their match mm-hmm. could be after. Mm-hmm. Well, you figure the tag title match is probably going to be the co-main event. The it, last three matches should probably be... be- yeah, the last few matches will probably be Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Shida. Doubt then it. tag tag match and then uh Mox and Kingston and I quit match. The way they said it, it was a championship match with I quit match rules. Why say it that way? That's what Tony Schiavone said. Or JR, one of the announcers. That is interesting phrasing. I guess right? maybe to say it's an I quit match for the AEW world title. But why not say that? Maybe that's sort of implying that there's a 60-minute time limit, which there should be since it's pay-per-view anyway. Okay. Yeah, I guess. I don't think they're going to beat each other senseless for 60 minutes to to a goddamn draw, though. I doubt it. It's, it'll be like a crappy pay-per-view. <laughs> like, I don't, I, yeah. If they did that, that would ruin the whole show. Right. It's like, is it over yet? Like, yeah. we know Moxie's going to win. Why are we dragging it out like this? Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder what's going to happen, though. Like, how is this going to work? Because Kingston doesn't strike me as the type of guy that would quit, but he also doesn't strike me as the guy that would tap. He did pass out. So I guess something's got to give, right? So his thing, his gimmick, if it were, is that he was never eliminated from the number one contender battle royal, right? Right. He didn't Just quit. like Curtis Axel. Right. He didn't tap to John Moxley. Maybe he passes out. Maybe he keeps her. Maybe Mox locks in the bulldog choke. He passes out. He can't quit if he's passed either Mo- out. Either Mox has to let it go, probably at the ref's insistence, you know, because he's passed out. He comes to, 
doesn't quit, Mox locks it in again, repeat, repeat. Or eventually the the ref has to call it because if he if he's clearly not able to defend himself, even in an I quit match. Sounds uh, awfully eerily similar to freaking what we were talking about with the hell out of cell, though. Right, exactly. So it it gets into sketchy territory there where uh, Kingston ultimately is going to still be able to say, I never said the words I quit. Yeah, I think they need to just give Mox the win. Let's just do it. Just make him do it, I guess, because make it brutal. Make it, you know, the guy didn't really have much of a choice. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like I almost feel like they they're adding more drama to it by mentioning the fact that Moxley knows his the guy's mom. Mm-hmm. So then it's like it kind of humanizes Moxley where he doesn't want to hurt him because you know it'll it'll hurt it'll hurt the guy's mother. Mm-hmm. You know, Moxley's a heartless son of a bitch, but you know he cares about his friend. But I I don't know. I just see him. It's like just do it, say it, but. The grit that they have. They didn't get into this business to make friends. They got into the business for the championships. Mox has the championship, so he knows he's going to have to get past the friendship to retain the championship. The friendship may or may not get mended later on. The championship is the championship. True that. I guess. And I'm, that's how it should be. I guess it's like he doesn't want to murder him. Right. <laughs> Sure. So I read an interview. Uh, I don't know if it was with Kingston or with Moxley. I think it might have been Moxley, where he said that um, Kingston was Kingston got contacted by Cody because uh, Kingston at an indie show called out Cody, and he was just kind of shooting his shot to see if any if anything would come of it. Cody's like, "All right, so let's let's do this in in two weeks." They called you know they called him in. It was only supposed to be a one off. They gave him the mic, and he talked his way into that contract, and he talked his way into this title match. Well, that's one way to do it. Instead mm-hmm. of talking your way into it backstage, Hulk Hogan style, just mm-hmm. talk your way in the, the the earning way, you know. Yep, yep. Do it's proving proving your worth with what you do best, which is the mic work and brawling. Him and, him and Cody, I liked their match a lot. Yeah, I didn't care for it. But I see why you would, though. Yeah. Because cause as a Moxley fan, as you know, as an Eddie Kingston fan, you know, like, I like the brawling style. Chaos. I would have liked the Cody one better if Kingston didn't tap. Because yeah. it's like he's tapped before, so why... Oh, because he didn't tap this time, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I mm-hmm. guess I guess Cody's better submission specialist than Moxley is, because he didn't tap to him. He just fell asleep in there, right? Moxley's not known for submissions. Neither is Cody. Is that like his specialty? I can no. say the same thing. What are we talking about Moxley is less classically trained in wrestling than Cody. Cody has much more of a foundation in the basics of grappling than John Moxley. John Moxley is just a brawler. Okay, fair enough. I won't. I won't tell him what you said. Good. 
That, that's just the stories they're telling us. There's a story. I just think they don't think ahead. A guy named Moxley. One thing just doesn't have to do with the other, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, listen, I'm, try- I'm trying to tie this shit all together for them. If they won't do it, I will. You're a good guy. Thank you. You're a better one. I know. So, um, Hikaru Shida, according to uh, Vicky Guerrero. It's interesting how they put them together, mm-hmm. and then Nyla Rose disappears into the audience as a member of the audience. Yeah. It's like, I guess, you know, that was pointless. Hmm. So Vicky Guerrero tells Hikaru Shida that she knows that Tony Khan made her take the match against Nyla Rose. That's Fascinating. An interesting, that's an interesting story to tell. Cause it just she, makes it look like Hikaru Shida is scared of Nyla Rose. And she should be. I mean, I would be. I mean, I, 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 still, I am. I still don't find Shida believable. As champion. Oh, you find, find her more believable than... You find her less believable than Riho? Mm, it's You better tough. shut your mouth. Are you so, serious? <laughs> she's larger than Riho, but like... See, so when Hikaru Shida tries to look all tough and everything, it doesn't seem to work. For you, I guess. Right. It, it, it it's, not, it's not ringing true for me. Alright, when Riho does that, it doesn't ring true for me. I've never seen Riho try to look tough. I've seen her fight, obviously, but I've never seen her try to be the tough guy, try to, you know, put on this this air of intimidation. Ain't nobody putting on no airs, alright? Right. Riho's small, she knows she's small, she's not trying to be not small. I feel like Sheeta is trying to be not small. And it's not working, because she's just small. I just think you don't like her. <laughs> I also I also haven't been particularly impressed. She shouldn't have to have a match against someone as good as Thunder Rosa or Serena Deeb to convince me that she's good. Right. You know, because though those two could have a fucking amazing match with a mop. Because they're that good. Bro, Moppy is female, so technically Moppy could interfere in the match. Maybe that. Moppy could take out Nyla Rose, and then it's Moppy versus Sheeta, and then Moppy becomes the champion. She mopped the floor with her. And that's right, because Moppy could have a match with anybody. That's right. Being a mop and all. That's right. This is a real conversation by two adults. <laughs> <laughs> two adults. Uh, it, we are adults. Doesn't get much more. I, I was that. holding up quotes mainly I because I weigh it down. Like, like you know how like you accuse uh, Fortnite of like weighing down our ranking because of you. Like I weigh down our age. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. It's true. I'm Makes old. sense. We're all old in some way. We're old to somebody. I wish Fortnite would just ask our age so they could put us in in the old timers section. Dude, there should be like instead of. Not just solos, it's like senior solos. Yeah. And senior duos. Mm. But then it's like, whatever, they'll just let anybody in. Like, they have to have, like, your identification or something. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> to get in. They but should. it's like the ceiling is lower than like actual seniors. Like if you are in your thirties, this is where you belong, sir. It was sad. I was I was playing squads to get a couple of quests done last week. Some that like ridiculous. I, I mean, as you know, it, almost impossible to do solo unless you're playing all day every day. Right. And I and I mean I'm in squads and I mute myself right. And like sometimes it, it, if there's a lot going on in someone's background, I'll mute them also. But like two two of my teammates are talking bullshit whatever, and they're both obviously kids. One of them is much more obviously a kid, and. You know, he, he said he says he's seven, and I'm like, God, seriously, you fucking. And he's like really good. <laughs> I don't know. I, like we were, I didn't even see. I wasn't even paying attention to which of my teammates he was or whatever. Like I was doing my own thing. That would be the best of. though. That he's like really good. <laughs> but uh. you know, kid kids are better at these. When we were coming up, there was there were a total of eight buttons on the controller, and four of them were up, down, left, and right. Right. No, I, I hear you. I'm just fucking messing around with you. Yeah. So these kids are coming up with controllers that have, let's see, four shoulder buttons. Four, that's four. Yeah, that's four. And there's those four. Two joysticks. Invisible buttons on, like, the PlayStation. And keyboards. Yeah, but to make the argument for them it's like when we you know people before us were playing with like a stick and a button you know it's just an evolution it is my <laughs> point is these kids growing up with things that have more buttons so they are getting they're adapting to them much easier than some someone like us no i hear you but listen they didn't come here to listen to us talk about how much we suck at Fortnite. but listen the right point that's is another the, podcast but yeah so i guess you think nyla rose will beat uh karashita yes all right, I think she should, but I don't think she. You know what? Yeah, I think I think she'll do it. I think it'll be they'll just give the belt to Dyla Rose, let her do nothing with it for a few months. Yeah, or let her defend it every week. I why not? I don't know what that means. What you're saying? Or you know, just put her on, at least put her on TV every week. They do. She's just in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not anymore. So, so the the story kind of was that, um. I don't know if this was on AW Dark or social media or something, but uh, Vicky Guerrero was saying that um, she didn't want Nyla Rose. She don't want none. Uh, competing until because she's been the number one contender for months now, so she she felt she shouldn't be competing until she gets her title shot. Makes sense, but then it's like you get the ring rust, though. You know, you're not. Honing your craft. So that'll probably be the story that they tell that, you know, Sheeta's actually been doing it, wrestling mm-hmm. like talent, like Sarita Deeb and Thunder Rosa, and just mm-hmm. that'll probably be her advantage. Right. You know, and then I guess Nyla Rose, like all all she's going to do really is it's like this is power. So it's power. It's literally power versus skill. Uh, it's the immovable, the immovable object means the unstoppable force uh, right. sort of deal. If they're smart, they'll do it that way. But you know, who's to that, say? That could be almost any Nyla Rose match, though. Yeah, but like it's more apparent that she really hasn't been doing anything, though. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like she, she's doing matches. She's doing the reps. Hmm. It's true. Uh so Hangman and Kenny. Who you got? Uh, I got Kenny Omega. It uh, looks like they're going to do uh, Moxley Omega 2 
and uh, finally get Kenny his win back. Really? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You know, of course, I could be wrong, but it's just a theory, of course, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Kenny also. I think that... Because, like, the try- way they're pushing him, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I figured you were going to go with. Like, it looks like... Well, that and it it kind of looks like they're trying to make Hangman, like, go off the deep end. Yeah, because right now he's basically saying, like, he's got nothing but the booze. Yep. Just boozing it up. It's mm-hmm. early morning, you know. It looks like that's what uh, JR was awkwardly trying to... Getting put- presumptuous saying, I don't think that's your first today. Right? But it's that's like... Rude. You're old enough and experienced to know when a guy's getting sauced on the reg, you know? Yeah, that's true. Jr. knows about sauce. He knows a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A sauced guy cost him his job at one point. Yes. <laughs> Jerry remembers. Rich remembers. It's true. <laughs> true story. Woo. Anyway. What else is on the card, you know? Uh, no, I, I didn't pull it up. Yeah, after... Uh, a, a lengthy, decent feud with uh, the most famous member of the AEW roster, Orange Cassidy, is now wrestling a douchebag from the Dork Order. Hmm. Great idea, guys. That, that'll really put asses in seats. We really give a shit about that. Like, holy shit, dude. Yeah, that's rough. I guess, like, keep Cassidy getting wins, you know? Fine. Yeah, it's probably the only good that will come out of it. I mean, he gets a match on pay-per-view or or the the pre-show, whatever. Money or nothing. He gets a win, yeah. What else? Uh, You got, of course, we uh, briefly touched on it. Uh, Cody versus... um, Darby Allen. Yep. Dark Darby Allen. Cody, right? Yeah. Cody. Cody. Can't say Darby. Uh wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind it. No, like yeah, I, I agree. Um I just think Cody is a, just a much better representative of the championship. It's just Which is a very political way to kind of look at it, but I, I see Arn Anderson helping Cody win this one. He's kind of done that a few times. I know. It's consistent, though. Mm-hmm. It'll... Or... Wait a minute. That's a, that's a, that's what we're not thinking about here. Like... Hear me out. Mm-hmm. We're, Taz cut a promo on AEW about the gist of it being that their rankings are supposed to matter... And Taz respects that the rankings are supposed to matter, but Ricky Starks is not ranked. And he's yet to receive an opportunity against Cody for the TNT Championship. Like, Mm -hmm. he thinks the office is trying to keep his guys from Cody. So I think they're going to get involved. So we might have a no contest. True. Or like an afterwards beatdown, something. They will be involved because they did say they will have a presence at full gear. They did. Has AEW had a triple threat match yet? I'm sure they have. Like, that's kind of a weird thing for them not to have ever done. That's true, but I I certainly don't recall any. Not for like, the TNT Championship. That That's kind of what I'm thinking. I wonder if they, like, 
I wonder if they're trying to make that the first Darby Allen, Ricky Starks, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, the first championship triple threat match. Sure, go for it. Why not? Uh, yeah, I got, yeah, we do. We still gonna pick Darby Allen, right? I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Cody. Yeah, not it's Darby. either Cody or no contest. It's yeah. one of those two. Yeah, this isn't for the for the title or anything. It is for the title. This is not for my championship. Oh, no, I'm not, talking about not the for TNT, my championship. I'm talking about the TNT championship. Okay, make sure it's not for my basement championship. We only wrestle at Survivor Series or alone with no clothes. But listen, that's not the point. Ugh. The point is... <laughs> Best of the something. Meat slapping meat. That's what Survivor Series is all about. And so is Full Gear, which is what we're talking about right now. Yes. You also have, on Full Gear, you will have MJF versus Chris Jericho. If MJF wins, he is in... The inner circle. It's odd that there's no stipulation if he loses. The stipulation if he loses is he doesn't get in. Right, but... Uh, listen, it's going to be MJF through nefarious means. Probably. Because it makes... It's a more interesting storyline of him being... It being like a forced thing. It's like... It's the eat your vegetables uh, type of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Most... Like, all right, I like vegetables. I'm saying, like, you know what I'm saying. Like, you're, just, yeah. you're being force-fed here. Like, they're being forced to take him in. They don't want him in, but he right. has to earn it. Mm-hmm. And that will lead to some interesting uh, dynamics. It will. Like, uh, MJF in the inner circle. I, I think MJF's going to win somehow. Um, Because I think it's just better TV with him being in the inner circle and not wanted there by at least two of the members. Right. And then, of course, he'll have over Chris Jericho, I beat you. But Wardlow is not in the inner circle. It's if MJF wins. Right. So that's going to drive more of a wedge between MJF and Wardlow. Interesting. Wardlow just works for MJF. He, as far as the story tells us, Wardlow doesn't have a contract with AEW. So he so Wardlow could turn on MJF because whatever, and then go get himself a contract, and he can spearhead the well, faction versus faction war if there comes to one again. Makes sense. I I just give me Hager versus freaking uh uh Wardlow. Yeah. You know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Or you, you know what else I'd also like to see? What's that? Cr- crazy. Hager versus Archer. Hager versus uh, the FTW champ. Brian Cage. Yeah. Who can stop the path the cage? Who can stop the path the cage? Uh, let's see. I think that's everything. I, I I can't think of any other matches that are on the card. No Britt Baker. See, it sucks. No Britt Baker this week. Did you see that pack vignette? Yeah, that was good. That was very. Is he going crazy? Yeah, because he was in isolation. 
Uh-huh. I think that's okay. what it is. He's been training and stuff like that. So it looks like he's basically doing what Pete Dunn was doing. Hmm. Even though I can't really tell the difference, like he's always kind of jacked. Yeah, Pete Pete Dunn like he he doesn't have like the torso of someone that's in shape, but his arms are friggin' crazy. Well, we didn't we haven't seen him with his shirt off yet. That is true. At so, least historically, he's kind of just been like a gut guy. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's there now. No disrespect. Please unless don't his off. unless his like shirt's like really large, you know. Yeah. How good is this uh, McAfee faction? What are they calling them? The royalty or something? The kings? The kings, kings of NXT? Kings of NXT. I, I think it works. I think it's it, it works for now. Uh, this looks like it's leading to a war games, if, mm, if I'm not probably. mistaken. Because it seems that Undisputed Era always does war games. Isn't War games usually around the time of Survivor Series anyway? I believe so. Okay. Like, and I was thinking about, like, they're going to have to do some interesting moving around to do war games there. Like, the capital, where they do the tapings now, it doesn't look like, it looks. they might just have to move the ramp or something. Or, or maybe they, they, could, they could do a quote at an undisclosed location. And just, you know, record war games earlier and then get rid of the second ring. I think it's better, like, I guess you're right, maybe. I don't know. Basically, considering they're taking liberties with pre-recording things and everything, they can legit just do whatever they want. Yeah, I, I just think you don't have to do pre-recorded anymore mm-hmm. with the, how they have things. Like, when you don't have to, you shouldn't. Yeah, but... Like, having a second ring there has proven problematic in the past for people that are only competing in one ring. Have you noticed? I have noticed. So, that would be a good reason for them to do it at a separate time. Just set it up just for them. Um... I feel like part of well, just jumping back to NXT I mean to Dynamite real quick I feel like part of the Ali, QT, Marshall Butcher Blade story was told out of order because last week they mentioned that Ali maxed out all of QT Marshall's credit cards and I was like oh okay they, sh- they could have shown something on TV for that and then this week they show Ali going up to QT Marshall backstage Say, and telling him, thanks for all the gifts, but your credit cards are maxed out. And she throws a card at him and Butcher and Blade attack QT and Dustin. So I feel like that was out of order. It looks like it is kind of out of order. Because then it's like, because it was a, it was like, a, it looked like it was just thrown out there. Yeah. That this is what happens. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's like, oh, now we have the footage or, I don't know. It was weird. It was weird. Sometimes they do... You could notice, like, how much they actually care about something. Mm-hmm. By what they put into it. True. Uh, anything else to talk about on SmackDown? Because we mentioned the Natalia thing, and that was it. There really wasn't much. We talked much. a little bit about Sasha um, What they did with that, uh, just to refresh your memory, is... 
the the Kayla, I believe that's the backstage girl, or one of them. One of them. Insert pretty face here. Uh, wanted a word with Jay Uso about what happened last week uh, and what's going on with the whole Roman Reigns thing. Yes, that was and Kayla. then, but before that, Owens is you know seeing Jay Uso. Looks like he's getting coffee for Roman, and you know Uso d- didn't like what he said. Mm. And then the it's interview like, thing that be happened. Heyman's job? Exactly. It's like, oh, it looks like Heyman has more of a position in the family than you do. I think the interviewer said that. Yeah. But uh, which was. It's interesting how they're throwing fire all of a sudden, which I kind of like. Mm-hmm. Um, and because Heyman shows up, he's like, "Did Roman authorize this interview?" Mm-hmm. You know, because I didn't. You know, and then you know it goes to Roman, and he's like, "Listen, you're gonna have to teach this guy a lesson." You know, whatever that happened, they had a match. Uh, I think, I think Owens lost to yeah. Jay. And then there was a beatdown. Let's see. Yeah. Um, Jay beat uh, Owens off a splash, but there was a distraction when Roman's music hit, allowing Jay to attract everyone. Well, the music attracted everyone, and Jay hit a headbutt low blow. Yeah, that's like, why not just let him win the match clean? Like, keep yeah. his momentum going. It, it, Owens taking an L doesn't really hurt him. It's a SmackDown, and no one's going to remember it in a month. Matter of fact, no one's going to remember it in two weeks. Matter of fact, you just forgot. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that type of stuff. Because things happen so inconsequentially. It's it's hard to, like, remember stuff without having stuff just written down in front of you. That's why I take notes. Um... And that's that storyline. I really do think this is going to lead to a Daniel Bryan Roman Reigns match. I because they're not they're still talking about what happened last week. Mm-hmm. They're not letting us forget this. And I'm really surprised uh that they um didn't have actually have Daniel Bryan on this week, which is good cuz usually like something like that happens like whatever, here he is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um Trying to think, you know, we already talked about the ladies, all the ladies stuff. Uh, we had Corbin take on Rey Mysterio. Winner qualifies for the Survivor <laughs> Series team. Mm-hmm. I think Corbin won. Yes. Which is what I wanted. So Corbin's on the team. Corbin attacked Rey Mysterio backstage. So that gave him a little fuel to losing. Um, it looks like Buddy Murphy's going to pull something on Seth Rollins. Because he showed up during Rollins versus Otis, mm-hmm. just staring. It looked like, and, you know, uh, predictably, I can't believe it, but Seth Rollins made the team. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I can't believe it. Hmm. And, uh, you know, so they're like backstage, and like Murphy's like, disciple to him, and Messiah to Seth. Mm-hmm. And Ray's kid shows up, and she like, pushes him or something, and what are you doing? He's like, do you trust me? Or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it looks like he's trying something. But it's like, don't do stuff like that on camera. If the point is to trick him, then it should be a surprise. Not something obvious that he could just watch SmackDown back and see what happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Yeah, that, that's when it's like, listen, they don't watch the show. It's okay. Makes sense, I guess. 
Uh, I do have quick breaking news. This isn't imminent, but in an interview recently, Cody said, quote, I'm 35 and said I only wanted to wrestle for five more years. I have political aspirations. I would love to run for the Senate in the great state of Georgia. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's one way to complete the American dream. Just get that Senate seat and then uh, eventually work your way up to the highest office in the land. It's one way. I mean, hopefully we don't have Cody versus Rock. You won't. Because Rock would run before Cody. Rock's older. True. And it's funny that The Rock would, like, it'd be smart for him to hold a smaller office before that. But whatever, I guess. Who cares? It would be smart, but it wouldn't, I don't think it would necessarily be necessary. I understand that. Like, you know, things have happened. So it's like, right. fine, whatever. But I don't know. It depends. Because, like, I think at this point, people aren't looking. You know, I guess it. I guess I'm thinking like they want people that are in the system mm-hmm. because for some reason people couldn't accept someone outside of the system before, right? So it's just that Rock checks so many boxes that it's hard to just try to go out there and destroy him for no reason. Yeah. Anyway, I I don't want to get into this stuff. You always <laughs> do this to me. Sorry, news just came up. You always do this to me. You get really? off on it. Listen, Jesus I didn't mean, Christ! I didn't mean to trigger. All right, don't don't just trigger me. My just brain. Just to bring up the news. I, listen, we don't know what side Cody would be running on. I don't care. Doesn't matter. I'd, I'd vote for him if I could vote in Georgia. Doesn't matter to me. I like. I need to know what his policies are. That too. That's what matters to me. I don't care what who you rep. I don't care what colors you're flashing. Just tell me what your policies are. Same. Like, it'd be great if he's, like, libertarian, anti-war, and yeah. the war on drugs, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, I guess that's it then, because I, I don't, I think we checked all the SmackDown boxes. There ain't going to be anything that we're going to be like, oh, we should have. said Michael Cole sitting down with Lars. Oh, good. Good job, man. I Why? hate bullies. I hate bullies. So I became a bully, and then I became a bully beater, and then I was, I was more of a bully, and now I'm just a bully. I don't know what they're doing. And I could do this. Ah, that's intimidation. Hold on a second. I got it. I got I got the impersonation. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, ready? Here he goes. That's all I could hear. His heavy breathing through his nose. I'm like <laughs> Are there going to be words in here? Like there were, but I was so distracted by his heavy inhaling and exhaling through his nose. It's He's like a loud breather. This was a poem by Lars. Right? So he's gonna, I, I, I got some Heidenreich vibes because he's there, and for some reason, he's shirtless. Didn't you, he have a shirt? I, I, I thought he had a shirt. For some reason, I think he wasn't wearing a shirt. Because I know he was wearing a shirt with Graves. For some yeah. reason, I don't think he was wearing a shirt with Cole. Or maybe I had just Heidenreich on the brain. I'd have to go back and watch it, but I deleted it. But if I'm wrong, I got to see a psychiatrist. I got to go check with my therapist, see what's going on. Why I'm visually heavy breathing dudes 
with, with, with their shirts off. But listen. <laughs> Let me see. Hold on. Maybe I could just pull up a screenshot. Let's see. Everybody could hear me typing. Da-da. Mm-hmm. Da-da. For some reason, the first image I see is Booker T talking to Michael Cole with, like, headsets on. Holy yeah. shit, it's young Michael Cole interviewing Shane McMahon with the Hardcore Championship on his shoulder. And it's the old SummerSlam logo, the green over the blue S. Ah, oh, I remember that logo. Yeah. Maybe WWE.com would have it. Some reason I thought, was, I guess, I don't know. Uh, yo, no, there's a, I'm at WWE.com and right at the top of SmackDown highlights, it has the interview and Lars isn't wearing a shirt. All right. He was shirtless. That's like weird, right? It's weird. I agree. <laughs> like, you gonna wear a shirt for this? No, just just cut the microphone in my chest. He'll get my heavy breathing. <laughs> look, we want an obstruct, unobstructed view. We need to see that he's a monster. Uh, look, the reason we're doing this interview over Lars is we're not getting that you're a psychopath. We want we want people to feel like maybe you might do something to them without their knowledge. <laughs> uh, what we want is like someone to be in fear of their anal virginity when they're sharing a cell with you. Can you do that? We we're trying we're trying to go for the don't fall asleep around this person vibe. Can can we get that out of you? Yeah. It's like a doctor's friggin' got the stethoscope on him. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of his fucking heartbeat. Yeah. It's he doesn't have a heart. The heartless freak. He's too heartless. That's why you don't hear that. You gotta hear the yep. I swear I really couldn't get to anything he was saying. <laughs> Because of the heavy breathing. I just couldn't. I'm glad we talked about this. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that was really annoying. Mm-hmm. Very annoying. I just, I don't know what they're doing with him. Like, what's next week? I read something where they're going to sort of transition to him just being called the freak. But they're not just going to flat out do it. They're kind of going to, they're, they're, they're going to slow roll it. Which, I don't know why that's something they would slow roll, but that's what's happening. Yeah. Speaking of clothing, I guess. Clothing? Closing. Yeah. Excellent. Good job. Clo- no, clothing. No, like that dress on Aaliyah, I felt like it was too old for her. I, I felt like... <laughs> Alright, this is bad. But it's almost like she's got a job interview to be a lady of the night. And ah. she didn't know what to wear. <laughs> you know? You know, <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't I, know. I, I want the storyline to end. Like, can we? Can Can Aaliyah go home? Here, I thought the reason for as soon as they're like, "Oh yes, Seth's moving to SmackDown. This is the perfect way to end the storyline." And also, Rey Mysterio and company. God damn it! Hmm. 
Let's move no. the whole family to SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. Buddy Murphy to SmackDown. But they love Mysterio on SmackDown. They love Who's it. that jumping out the sky? Oh, God. King of the Luchadors. I, I wonder if when he was trying out that um that stage thing that launches him up, if he ever hit the fist. Nah, he's too short. Okay. He doesn't, like... If yeah, but he, it could it could have like really launched him like the first time or something. Maybe, but we'd know about that. That that that'd be the, one of those um like untolds right on the network. The headline would have been Ray fisted. Dude, you're telling me if that happened <laughs> that Vince wouldn't have had that on the week right after? That would have been great. It's like the tightest world slide. True. Like it's that goofy. It's like even if they it happened like in rehearsals, like wow, that's good shit, mm. or they just didn't record it. You know, it's like damn it. Yeah, that's it. If something happens like that, and they just see it happen, they would try to replicate that on TV. That is one hundred percent. They would have had it like it wouldn't have been to make Ray Mysterio look goofy because it'd be like, oh, who who done it? Who rigged it? <laughs> Somebody did this, and then all of a sudden, I did it for the Rock. I did it for the people. Damn like it, Rikishi! It's like Lillian Garcia perpetually tripping over things. Yeah, but that's not a gimmick. I think that's who she is now. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, glad I got that in. Also, that was that that, that like that's stuck in my head. It's like that that's it doesn't look right. That's not. I feel like that's not something she would buy and wear. Yeah, it's like some seamstress backstage is like, put this on. Yeah. Or even creepier, just, why don't you put this on? Hmm. <laughs> I can't, that whole storyline. I didn't know you had such a fashion sense. I made this for you myself. This is a dress by Lars. That's the commercial. That's the commercial yes. for it. You know? I call it statutory. All right. Well, <laughs> you know, it's good. Good stuff. Great, <laughs> great, great wrestling. Kind of. Really good shoe. Yeah, really good shoe. Anything else you want to bring up? Nah, that's it. All right, great. So from clothing to closing. Rich, do it. As mentioned earlier, we, the Basin Bookers, have a Twitter account at Basin Bookers. You can also reach us individually on Twitter at Basement Jair or at Rich the Riz. If you want to email us, if you can't confine your whatever you have to say to whatever many characters it is, basementbookers at gmail.com or you can leave a post on our Facebook page. It's called The Basement Bookers. So you can find us. And if you want to know where to find this podcast, Stitcher, iTunes. Uh, I thought you lost Spotify? it for a second. Spotify? <laughs> yeah, is we're that definitely it? on Spotify. Spotify, dude. the Google one, whatever they call themselves now. I got a message last week saying Anywhere you Google could find Play it. is no longer a thing. That I had to get YouTube Music, which is going to freaking suck when I go back to work because you need service for YouTube Music and I have a commute, which is underground. So I got to find another media player whenever that happens. Probably not by the end of the year. That was a tangent. This 
is Jer's parting message. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. Cut the shit out. Do what the man says. Go follow the bookers. <laughs> Check it out. Basement chair, Rich DeRiz, a tremendous, tremendous patriot. I don't know about Rich DeRiz. I don't know. But you ask me about it. I kind of like him. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy, but he makes the wrong decisions.